Okay, good morning everyone. Again, Kvittel. Thank you everybody for coming tonight. Leil Hoshana Rabba. Tonight's Suda and Shir dedicated by my Chavar Toiv, Shachin Toiv, one of the Sagan Leviim, who he's from the Shaya, the Shaya, the Shayarim. Because not only is from the Baal Menagnim, he also opens the gates in the morning of the shul. So he's also from the Shayarim. Um, Rabbi Dr. Menachem Fuchs is dedicating tonight's shir in honor of Hashanah Rabbah. And uh, Dr. Fuchs and his illustrious family of Tamid Chachamim and B'nai uh, Aliyah that they should continue in the derech of the they should see many from the whole family. Also, tonight's share is dedicated by my good friend, Rabbi Isaac Yoselovsky, who's a very uh, dear chavar of mine. And actually, he uh, showed me some of the Marmakoimois for tonight's share. He didn't even realize he was just uh, sharing it with me. But I'm going to use uh, one of the ideas that he mentioned to me. But if you're here tonight, it's a very big zuchus to hear the following material. To be able to hear this material, probably, maybe your great-grandmother, she shed a tear that you should have the zuchus to hear this information. I was not aware of it as of yesterday. <laughs> it's, I, I, could, I didn't even know what, I, what we were going to discuss. Actually, I did know what we were going to discuss. Not this. We were going to discuss... Tfilas Geshem. That we know one of the keys that HaKadosh Baruch Hu maintains soul control over is the rain, the Gemara says. Hashem doesn't give it to any shliach. And, but in the in the Tfilas Geshem we say, Afteri, Afteri is the Malach. So is it, is it the Riban Shem or are there Malachim? So that's what we were going to speak about. But instead, because we have such a Chash of Oilam, we had to, we're, we're going to discuss Dvarim Ha'im Dim Bruma Sha'olam. And I want to welcome my very chash of a friend, Rabbi Aaron Subar, all the way from Muncie. Um, I don't know if everybody knows Rabbi Subar. If you get the emails of the shiurim and the Mar Mekoymas, Rabbi Aaron has been sending it out for more than a decade. When we started the shiurim, it was sent out to maybe a million of people. And Baruch Hashem today, it's more than a million of people. And it's grown tremendously since then. Many avenues, many platforms. But the Yusoid L'chol Dover Shevakdusha is Rav Aaron Subar. So, and even today, we're continues to build the the reach of the Shirim. So, we're Mavarch Rav Aaron and his son Rav Dovi Shlita. They should continue the Siyata Deshmaya with Harbei Nachas the Kedusha Abiyaskal Tzedek. Amen. So, let's start with the Gemara and Kedushin because now, tonight, the Mishnah Bura says the Zman of being Maver Sedra of the Zois Habracha is tonight. Hashanah Rava. So it's interesting. There's a tradition in the Zayar. They're Gan Parshiyos, 53 Parshiyos. But if you count the Parshiyos, they're 54 Parshiyos. So they're different to Rutsam. One of the answers is Vizoy Sabracha doesn't count. Why? Because we don't read Vizoy Sabracha on Shabbos. Okay. How many Psukim are in the Torah? How many Psukim are in the Torah? So, something like 5,000. If you count the Psukim in the Torah, they're 5,845 Psukim. 5845. That's our tradition. 5845. And there could be a logical reason for that. It's LF, 
Tough, tough Memhe. Tough, tough stands for Talmatayra. Memhe is one of the names of the Shem Havaya. Yudke Vavke, spelled out, Bemiluai is Memhe. So we could possibly suggest the reason that there are 5,845, 800 Tough, tough, Memhe, the name of Hashem. That's what the Sefer Masurakech suggests. Masurakech is Rebbe Lezer Hagodol of Amsterdam. Was a great Makobol, great Poisek. And uh, actually, the Masurakech, who is a great Rav in Amsterdam, eventually came to Tzvas. But what's interesting is that <coughs> the Belzer Hasidim descend from the Masurakech. Fine. But he says, even though our tradition is that they're 5,845, that's the way we count them. But if you look in the Gemara and Kedushan, the Gemara gives a different count. How many psukim are in the Gemara? How, how many psukim are in the Torah according to the Gemara and Kedushan? Look at number one. Tan Rabbanon. Chameshes alafim ushmoina meois ushmoinim ushmoina psukim. There are 5,888 psukim. You have a chair? Bring in a chair. From, there are more chairs. Bring in. Squeeze in. Everyone could move down one. There's, yeah, could pass it out. Rav Daniel, we're going to talk about the Rambam. So we have interesting information at the Rambam tonight. But according to the Gemara, there are 5,888 psukim in the Torah. So even though we count 5845, there are actually 33 more psukim, 5,888. What is the significance of 5,888? It sounds like a rather random number. We're going to see this number is so exact and precise, I don't know if you'll be able to sleep tonight. Or maybe for many nights in a row. Okay? Just remember, 5,888. Let's begin by discussing a tradition of the Chassam Sefer. We, we know that Bezois Habracha, we know that Simchas Torah, we call up many aliyahs. Everyone gets an aliyah, Bezois Habracha. Koyhein, Levi, Yisrael, there are no exceptions. Gadol, Katan, everyone gets an aliyah. Chassam Sofer was makbid, that he would make sure 49 people got an aliyah before him, and then for Chassam Torah, he would take aliyah number Chamisha. That was the minigah of the Chassam Sofer. That, this is reported in the Sefer Elef Kasav of Rav Yitzchak Weiss. Why would the Chassam Sofer take the 50th aliyah? Because the Chassam Sofer is well known. Chassam Sofer had the neshama of the Ramban. The Chassam Soifer had the Nishmas Ramban. The Ramban was Nishmas Moshe Rabbeinu, his Nitzvot of Moshe. And Moshe Rabbeinu, how many levels of Chachma did Moshe Rabbeinu have? So the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, Chamishim Shari Bina Nivru Ba'ilam, the 50 gateways of wisdom, the Kulam Nitna Lamoshe Chosar Achas, they're all given to Moshe minus one. So, like it says, I diminished him slightly from God. God is level 50, Moshe is level 49. Comes Arizal, and Arizal asks, if Moshe Rabbeinu had 49, then why does the Gemara say 50 minus 1? That's not how you talk. I'm going to give you a, a money. How much? A million dollars minus 999,999. The Iker Madrega is the 50th Madrega. He gets 50 minus 1. So what, he's not left with anything. The Iker Madrega is the 50th Madrega. So why does the Gemara say he had 50 minus 1? So he had 49. <coughs> oh, says Ari, 
Moshe Rabbeinu started off with 50. Shenemar vayedaber Hashem es kol. Kol is 50. But by the Ched Ho'egel, he went down to 49. Shenemar leich raid. Go down from leich. Leich is 50. Go down from leich to 49. Did Moshe Rabbeinu ever get the 50th level back? Yes. Vayal Moshe. Moshe went up. Me'ar vois Moyav. He went up from the plains of Moyav. Moyav is Gematria 49. Moyav is 49. And how high did he go? El Har Nevoi Nun Boy. El Har Nevoi. He went up to the 50th level. Who says this? Shla Kadosh. This is the famous revelation of the Shla. If you look at number 16, the Shla Kadosh in Parshas Voaschanan says that Moshe Rabbeinu started off on the 50th level of wisdom. And by the Ched Ho'egel, Hashem says, Lech Reid. He, he sent him down to Madrega. And that's the meaning of the Gemara. Chamishim Sharei Bina Nivru Ba'olam V'nidna L'Moshe Chosar Echad. In the beginning there, ah. Oh, and that's why the Gemara quotes the Pasuk. V'techasreu me'at me'eloi kim. Of the oisi oisi eloi kim, what's the smallest ois? Aleph. So God took away one from Moshe. He took away the Aleph. And by the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu Vayal, Moshe Me'arvois Moyav, he went up from 49, El Harnavoy, to the 50th level. So it says, say the Tamidah Chsam Soifer. Chsam Soifer was the Neshama of who? The Ramban. The Ramban was the Nitzitz of Moshe. So, and on the last day of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, he went up to the 50th level. So the Chsam Soifer was trying to tap into the Shar Chamishim. So therefore he took the 50th Aliyah, and he took Chasan Torah. So there are a lot of bombshell revelations here. First of all, Moshe Rabbeinu got the 50th level. Chassam Sofer was the Ramban. Did you ever hear that before? Chassam Sofer was the Nitzvah. So now we're going to establish conclusively that the Chassam Sofer had the Neshama of the Ramban. How do we know? He carried a, you know, he had a special pin. By the Shalom Aleichem, I'm the Ramban. He had an identity card. How do we know Chassam Sofer was the Ramban? So the first thing was we look in the official biography of the Chassam Seifer, the Chod HaMeshulash, written by the grandson of the Chassam Seifer. The Chassam Seifer said that he, Chassam Seifer learned every week the Parsha with Rashi and the Ramban. Chassam Seifer would say learning the Parsha with Rashi is like learning Gemara with Rashi. But not learning the Ramban is like learning without Toysvah. So the Chassam Seifer held, you need to learn Chumash Rashi with the Ramban. And he wrote in his Tzava, you need to learn Rashi and the Ramban. Emuna in HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes from the Ramban. As is well known, the Chod HaMeshosh says, Chassam Sefer loved the Ramban, because he held, he had the Neshama of the Ramban. By the way, in the Sefer Shnei HaSoifer, he also brings, Chassam Sefer held, he was the Ramban. The Yismach Moshe wrote a Paris not only on Torah, on Nevi'im and Ksuvim. There's a Hakdama, a biography of, of the Yismach Moshe. Yismach Moshe was a contemporary of Chsam Seifer. He is the progenitor of Satmar. Yismach Moshe, this is the report of the Yetav Lev, descendant of the Yismach Moshe. Says the Yetav Lev, I heard from my Zayda, the Yismach Moshe, that the Yismach Moshe said about the Chsam Seifer. By the way, Yismach Moshe passed away a year after the Chsam Seifer, 
The Yismach Moshe says the Chassam Soifer was the Ramban. But I don't always agree with him because I'm the Rambam. <laughs> now, the Yismach Moshe was many, the Gogulim of many people. How do we know? He said so. He said so. He says, come in, Reb Robert. Yismach Moshe says he was around in the times of Kairach. And whose side was he in? He didn't take sides. <coughs> he stayed out of it. That's what he says. He was also around by the sheep of Yaakov Avinu. He had, he had many appearances throughout history. And the, the Yeta of Leif says, I can't believe it. When I heard the Chassam Soifer, the Ramban, now I understand, Kemat, there's not a tshuva of the Chassam Soifer that doesn't quote the Ramban. There's Kemat, not a Dvar Torah, that the Chassam Soifer doesn't quote the Ramban. Another report, Rav Shol Brach. Shol Brach was a Talmud of Chassam Soifer. Rav Shol Brach, by the way, I went to Rav Obam once, said over that his father was a Talmud of Rav Shol Brach, who was a student of Chassam Soifer. Rav Shol Brach was a Marbetz Torah in Hungary for almost 50 years. He had tremendous Arichas Yomim, and he attributed his long life not to the fact that he taught Torah for 50 years, because he was Makvid every week, Rav Shal Brach said the Chassam Soifer was mechabev. He showed a special love to any Talmud who had learned the Ramban. If you learned the Ramban, Chassam Soifer showed you special treatment. As is well known, the Chassam Soifer held he was the Ramban. Moreover, how did the Chassam Soifer sign his name? He would never write, he would write Moshe Hakatan. Normally you'd write Hakatan Moshe. No. Since the Ramban's name was Moshe, he didn't want to write Hakatan Moshe, so he wrote Moshe Hakatan. That's what's brought in the Hakdama of the Toiv Yushalayim Perish on the Ramban. There are many, many uh, interesting citations that the Chsam Soifer had the Neshama of the Ramban. By the way, the Yismach Hosha was the Ramban. Says the Arizal in the Shar HaGilgulam, it's well known there was a difference of approach between the Ramban and the Rambam. The Ramban was an expert in Kabbalah. The Rambam, the Ari Rai, as Rav Chaim Vital says, Loi zacha ilaha. Loi zacha leida chachmas ha'emes. You hear this? The Ari writes, the Ramban was an expert b'chachmas ha'emes, the Rambam wasn't. Now that's debatable. Because there are many proofs, there are many tshuvas, Rameir Shapira has a tshuva, that there are many things in the Rambam that have no makar and shas and poiskim except the Zohar HaKadosh. For example, the Rambam writes, who finish the sentence, kol hakoyes ki'ilu oiveid avodazara. Where does it say that? Nowhere. doesn't say that anywhere. The Gemara says, kol Hamishaber Kalim Bechamosai. Anyone who breaks, let's say you get angry. Yeah, and you take a vase and you shatter it, that's like Avaidazara. But Stam to get angry, the Gemara doesn't say it's like Avaidazara. But the Rambam writes, Kalakoyes Kilo Ever Avaidazara. Where the Rambam get it from? The Zayar. But the Rambam didn't have the Zayar. The Rambam must have had Midrashim that had similar quotes as the Zayar Kosh. The bottom line is, says the Ari. Why did the Rambam know Kabbalah? Why did the Ramban know Kabbalah and the Rambam not? They both had the soul of Moshe Rabbeinu. Therefore, both of them, their name was Moshe. 
We're in Moshe Rabbeinu, were they? The Rambam was on one of the payas of Moshe Rabbeinu, that Rizal says. And the Ramban was in the other payas of Moshe Rabbeinu. Which side, says Ari? The Rambam was on the left side. The left side of Moshe Rabbeinu's payas is not a mokoim of Limud Kabbalah. The right side, the Ramban was hanging on the right side. There, it was more conducive to Chachmas Ha'amas. That's what the Rambam, that's what the Ari says in Shahagazol. The bottom line is, Chassam Soifer was Ramban. So Chassam Soifer was a big expert in Kabbalah because he's ruling the Ramban. The Ramban's on the right peya of Moshe Rabbeinu. Okay. Ah. Now, the Kafa Chaim, yeah, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim has a grandson today who's one of the biggest Mechabrei Svarim, named after him, Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer. It is well known that many Yidin, when they hear the sound of the bass tiflos, the bells ringing, they close their ears. They don't want to hear the bells ringing. But 200 years ago, nobody did it. Who is the first person to put their fingers in their ears when the church bells rang? The Chassam Sefer. Chassam Sefer was Mechadesh, the Minog, not to hear the church bells. In fact, his Talmud, the Kalarie, once saw the Chassam Sefer going like this. What's going on? Is it the, the, the newest song that came out that you can't even listen to? No, 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 no. It's not. What is it? And then they heard the church bells ringing, and Sam Sofer said, did they finish ringing? Sam Sofer said, klingled manoch, meaning are they, they, fi- they finished ringing? They finished ringing? He took his fingers out. So Yaakov Chaim Sofer wants to know, why was the Sam Sofer mechadesh the minhag of putting his fingers in the ear by the church bell? says, lo and behold, if you look in the writing of the Ramban, the Ramban says, why do the Neutzrim ring the church bells? Says Ramban, it's mamish maisa avoidazara. Says Ramban, I want to tell you a, a, a secret. Do you know how to do kishuf? Says Ramban, you know how you do oivi yadoini? You take a man and a woman and you go to a kever and you ring bells, and you start swearing, and you start doing all kinds of incantations. Says Ramban, the ringing of the bell awakens the dead of the Maisa Oivi Yadoini. And then later on in history, and then later on in history, the Goyim adopted the minog of ringing the church bells, because this is reminiscent of Maisa Oivi Yadoini. Says Ramban, Laharois kol yesudosam betumah. Says Rabbi Yaakov Chaim Soifer, in his opinion, since the Chassam Soifer was the Ramban, and the Ramban was the one who was Mechadesh, the Koyach, what the Shoyrish of the Koyach Atumah of the church bells, therefore the Chassam Soifer was the one who innovated the practice in Kal Yisrael to close your ears when you hear the church bells. In fact, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter said, E Efsher Letaer Goydel Hatuma Hayoyredes Loilam Bishasha Hagoyim Mekashkeshim. Okay, now it could be even if the Chassam Soifer was not the, the Nitzvot of the Ramban, but he definitely loved the teachings of the Ramban, and the Ramban was the one who revealed the Tuma of the ringing of the bells. So the Chassam Soifer probably was particularly sensitive to, the, to this. Rabbi said tonight we want to uncover more depth 
in the Minog of the Chassam Sofer that he took the 50th Aliyah and he took the Aliyah of Chassam Taira. How many Pesukim are in the Taira? 5,888. How did Moshe write the Taira? The Ramban says he looked at the Taira and Shemayim. The Taira and Shemayim is black fire and white fire. Says the Maisa Rekeach, Libi Oimerli, my heart tells me that even though we have 5,888 psukim in Shamayim, there must be 6,000 psukim. Because the Gemara says the world will live last for 6,000 years. So every year has to have a chilek, has to have a shayrish in the Torah. There must be 6,000 psukim in the Torah, upstairs. So the kasha is, if there's 6,000 psukim in the Torah upstairs, then why are we missing 112 of them? Says the Maestro Kach, it's Pashat Ma'oid. How many gates of Bina are there? There are 50 gates of Bina. How many Psukim are there? 6,000. How many Psukim for each gate of Bina? 6,000 divided by 50. That means each gate has how many Psukim? 120 Psukim. So Maishra Bina didn't have the 50th gate. So how many Psukim was Maishra given? 5,880 psukim. <clears throat> you got the cheshven? There are 50 gates of Chachma. Says the, the Masar Ekech, Libi Oimerli in the Shamayim, there's 6,000 psukim. That means each shar has 120 psukim. That means Moshe must have been given 5,880 psukim. So you say, oh, perfect, that's why there are 5,880 psukim. Yeah, but there are 5,888 psukim. Oh, says the Masorah Now we understand there's a discussion in the Gemara. Who wrote the final eight psukim in the Torah? Did Moshe write it? Or did Yehoshua write it? Says the Masorah Moshe was originally given 49 gateways of Chachma, 5,880 psukim. But then on his final day, he zoichet to a little bit of the Sharnun. How much of the Sharnun? Eight psukim. Did Yehoshua know the Sharnun? Sam Soifer writes, his name was not Yehoshua Ben Nun. His name is Yehoshua Bin Nun. He's misboyning in the Sharnun. He thought about the Sharnun. He contemplated the Sharnun. How, how, now the question is, well if Moshe didn't have the Sharnun, how could Yehoshua have had the Sharnun? The answer is on Moshe Rabbeinu's last day, he was given a little taste of the Sharnun. How much of the Sharnun? That's the dispute of the final eight psukim of the Torah. So Moshe Rabbeinu was handed 49 gateways of Torah. Each shar is 120 psukim. So Moshe Rabbeinu was given 5,880 psukim. But now Moshe Rabbeinu in his final day, Vayal Moshe Me'arvois Moyov El Har He's given the Sharnun. How much of the Sharnun? Eight psukim. Who wrote the last eight psukim? Some say Moshe Rabbeinu wrote it, but his last day was Shabbos. He wrote it bedema. He wrote it with tears. Some say he dictated it, and Yeshua wrote it. Bottom line is, says the Master Rekeach, Libi in the Shamayim there's six thousand psukim. Moshe Rabbeinu, if he would have known all Sharnun, he would have been given six thousand. He was given Chamishim Chasar Echad, so he was given five thousand eight hundred and eighty. And that's the Pshad in the Gemara who wrote the final eight. 
The final eight psukim of the Torah is from the Sharnun. Now, it comes out, how many psukim are we missing? Missing 112 psukim. Just as an aside, we'll discuss this a different time. The number 112 is a very important number. 112 is Eloi Kim and Shem Havaya. 86 and 26. The famous Shem Yaboik. Yanenu Biyoim Karenu. Yaboik. Yaakovinu cross Ma'avar Yaboik. So we're missing 112. Moshabenu originally was given 5880. 120 was held back. He got another 8 in his final day. This is the Machloikes. Who wrote the final eight sukkim in the Torah? The Master Kech takes this further. The Gemara says in Temurah that on the day of the passing of Moshe Rabbeinu, how many halachas were forgotten? Anybody remember? The Gemara in Temurah and Tezayim, the Gemara says 3,000 halachas were forgotten during the Avelis of Moshe Rabbeinu. Where does that number come from? The Master Kech says, it sounds like... Uh, who came up with the number 3,000? What, there was a guy there with a ballot, and as the halachas was being forgotten, he, he clicked something. He had a clicker. You know, or who, who was tallying up these numbers? 3,000. Who invent, Who came up with this tally? 3,000. Says the Masoret Keach, that if there's 6,000 psukim in the Torah Shalmala, there must be 6,000 halachas of Torah Shabbat. Now, <coughs> Moshe Rabbeinu, when he gave smicha to Yeshua, Hashem told him, put one hand on him. But what did Moshe Rabbeinu do? He put two hands on Yeshua. Okay, says the Gemara, he, he gave Yeshua Malay v'gadosh. Now, if there's 6,000 halachas in the Torah, then how much is gadosh? When, when there's a halacha that something overflows, how much overflows? So the Gemara Ayurvan says, overflow is one-third of the whole tally. So if there's 6,000 halachas, what was overflowing? 3,000 must have overflowed. So says the Masoret Kech, there can never be a time in history that we don't have 6,000 halachas. The 3,000 halachas that were forgotten during the Avil Samoysha were the extra 3,000 dinim that he gave Yehoshua to be Malay v'gadosh that he gave him Ba'ayin Yafa, he gave him an additional 3,000, and then by the Avila Samash Rabbeinu, those extra 3,000 were forgotten. That's how Chazal know that 3,000 were forgotten. How? Because since there has to be 6,000 halachas, and Yoshua was given Malay Vagadosh, which means he had to be given an additional 3,000, so then when they were forgotten, it must be out of the 9,000, 3,000 were forgotten. Says the Master Keach, look at number 18. If you look at the end of the Torah, the Pasuk says, Vayivku b'nei Yisrael es Moshe ba'arvois mo'yav shloishim yoim vayitmu yimei v'chi evel Moshe. The Avelos completed v'yoshua benun mole ruach chachma. Yoshua was full of chachma. I don't understand. If this was during the Avelos of Moshe, how could Yoshua have been full of chachma? L'chayra, he was missing Chachma because 3,000 halachas were forgotten. Must be that when Moshe Rabbeinu put his hands on Yeshua, he gave him not only 6,000, but he gave him an additional 3,000 Malay v'gadosh. 
And now that the Avelos of Moshe completed, so now Yeshua is only Malei Chachma, but he's not Malei Vagadosh, meaning he forgot the 3,000. So Yeshua Benun Malei Ruach Chachma is not saying that he had extra or he had a lot. It's saying now he's only Malei, but he's not Malei Vagadosh. Bottom line is, the number of sukkim we have in the Torah is Bedikduk Gamor. Moshe tried to copy from now. The tradition is, when you write the words in the Torah, Le'ene Kal Yisrael, it has to be in the middle of the line to indicate, Yoyser Mima Shekarasa Lefanenu Yesh. There's more here. We don't have it yet. It wasn't given yet. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't access all of it. <coughs> but Moshe Rabbeinu was given 50 minus 1. How much is the 1? 120 psukim. Did he get any of it? He got a psukim. Now, <clears throat> if somebody wanted uh, a shemetz, a semblance of the Sharnun, which psukim in the Torah should they read? The last eight psukim of the Torah. The last eight psukim of the Torah are literally from the Sharnun. When you get up to Pasuk 5880, you've done the Memtesh Arechachma. When you get to the last eight psukim, when you get to Chasen Torah, Chasen Torah is the Sharnun. So Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu who accessed the Sharnun, Vayal Moshe Me'arvo Ismoyev Al-Harnavoy. The Chassam Soifer was a nitzutz of Ramban. Ramban had Nishmas Moshe Rabbeinu. So the Chassam Soifer didn't just take the 50th Aliyah. The 50th Aliyah, Chassam Torah, is somehow, you know, corresponding to the 50th level of Torah, the Sharnun. The Chassam Soifer was makbid to read these psukim. Because according to Master Rekeach, once you get to the final eight psukim in the Torah, the final eight psukim in the Torah is the highest madriga of Torah, the Sharnun. And this was what Moshe Rabbeinu was to in the last days of his life. The last day of his life. How many psukim Rabbi say are we missing? Kuf, Yud, Beis. Says the Master the numerical value Kuf Yud Beis B'miluai is Keminyan Hatayra or Keminyan Kesar. So this is uh, some of the secret of the uh, mysterious practice of the Chassam Soifer to take the 50th Aliyah on Simchas Torah and not only the 50th Aliyah Chassan Torah, the final eight Psukim of the Torah which was written in the last moments of the life of Moshe Rabbeinu, came from the highest darga of Torah. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, what did he take on his last moments? He took the nun. Says the Kadosh. Hashem gave him a gift. Moshe, here's the nun. Here's the nun. Says the Shla, if you take the nun and you put it into Moshe, <coughs> nun plus Moshe is neshama. Moshe Rabbeinu was elevated to the highest madrega of neshama, says the Shla. When the Nun entered the Oisiyos Moshe, and therefore his student who learned from him, when Moshe Rabbeinu took in the Nun, his student became Yehoshua bin Nun, because he's a Talmud of Moshe. Ke'ilu Yoladai. So the Bin Nun is not only the name of Yeshua's father, but it represents that Yeshua 
took with him for his entire life the lessons that he learned from Moshe Rabbeinu. So here we are. We're on the 51st day since Rosh Chodesh Elam. Tomorrow we're going to all cry out, Hoshana. Help us on the 51st day. Tomorrow we're already past the Sharn. We're already above that. We're already non on the 51st day. Hashan Rab is the day of David HaMelech. David, Melech Yisrael, Chai V'Kayam, he's Mashiach. Mashiach, the Sefer Likutim Amaram says, is a Rosh Tevois. Mashiach, Yegala, Shar, Chamishem. Mashiach will reveal the 50th level of Torah. So what is the 50th level of Torah? What is this level? If you look in the beginning of Shir Hashirim, Shalmamech says, that we ask Rivan Shalom, Yishakeni Minashikois Pihu, that Rivan Shalom should kiss us. What is that talking about? It says Rashi. By the way, if you want to know what Rashi looks like, this is a, a picture of Rashi. We took it, we got, we got a good picture of Rashi. Rashi says <coughs> that at Harsinai, the Rivan Shalom spoke to Klal Yisrael, Pe El Pe. Is there ever going to be an event in history of the Jewish people that will rival Harsinai? Says Rashi, yes. Says Rashi, Muftachim Anu. We are vouchsafed that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is destined to reveal himself to Klal Yisrael and teach us the soydos of the Torah like at Harsinai. That's a Rashi in the beginning of Shir What is this Torah that the Yavon Shem is going to reveal to us? This is the Sharnon. 112 more psukim. Of course, an imam in be'am Shalema, But there's a certain amkos in the Torah that the Rebbein Shem will reveal to us with the coming of Mashiach, Mashiach Yegale Shar Chamishim, where the Rebbein will be Makayim Yishakeni Menashikos Pihu, and the darga of the 112 more dimensions of Torah that were nita in Yisrael, but v'loi nizbayar oimek ta'amoy, that we should be zoicha to with the coming of Mashiach ben David, sheyavoy, b'mher v'yameinu, amen. But again, when we get Simchas Torah, and we hear chazak, chazak, ben chazek, we completed 5,888 psukim. How many psukim in our Chumash? 5,845. We're off by 33. 33 is we need revelation. So we ask Rivan Sham. Right now you gave us 5845. Somewhere here is 5888. So we say, Gal Enai. Open up our eyes. 33 to the 33 more psukim that are here. We don't know how to cut it. We don't know how to slice it. By the way, Rav Moshe writes a chiddush and Igris Moshe based on this. That there's certain times that if the Balkoire lanes too little aliyos, you don't go back. Why? Because somewhere out there there are missing 33 psukim. So misafek, if the Valkari, let's say for an aliyah, lane two psukim, past the midway point in the Torah, there's no turning back. There's no backseas at that point. Why? Because there's somewhere out there, gal enai v'abita neflois mitar secha. There are 33 more psukim than that we could account for. So we should be zoicha to the vakosh of David HaMelech, gal enai, Abita and the Flois,